As a single professional, I had debt and no savings after my divorce. I always wonder how I can start investing in real estate to secure my future. I studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate. Some claim I could start with no money, but I could not find one that gave me the practical, actionable steps I needed. As a wealth advisor, I've met people that own real estate, but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on the show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step-by-step -step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Araceli. Let's get started. Welcome everyone. This is Araceli, Transition Wealth Advisor and Real Estate Investor in the U.S. and Canada. Today, in this episode, I have a very special lady. Her name is Dr. Anastasia Chavales. And let me tell you what is very, very interesting about her and very unusual. Uh, she has a combination of scientific curiosity and heritage as a fourth generation healer makes her uniquely qualified to understand the subtle energy that promote or deteriorate health and success. She transitioned from a 40-year career as a physicist researcher studying quantum vibrational physics to become a scientific healer. And not only that, but she is also a real estate investor. And she is also going to tell us a little bit about what she does with houses and why is this so unique i really want you to pay attention to this welcome dr anastasia how are you doing today thank you araceli it's my pleasure to be here thank you so much for inviting me to this show well absolutely like after hearing your story and how you became real estate investor i want to talk to you more about first of all like you and i kind of share some of the same thing because i came from a highly um, uh, male-dominated profession, which is engineering, and then I became a real estate investor, which is the same, but I also have some healing modalities that I do myself, not to the extent that you do, but I find it fascinating that people like yourself, that is a scientist, becomes a healer. So tell us a little bit of that, about that story. So, um, while I was in the midst of being a researcher in Germany, I spent 13 years there as a you know, pure researcher, and then I moved back to the United States and became a full-fledged physics professor. And while I was there, I'd gotten so sick that I couldn't run anything, and I discovered by happenstance and by meetings with people in a self-help group that I could move energy. And then a lot of my life made sense because when I was younger, I would like hear things in my head and then somebody would speak it out later. So I realized that I was picking up other people's vibes, so to speak, or I'd know answers to things that I shouldn't have known the answer to. <laughs> and it would like pop in my head, like somebody whispered it in my ear. 
So things like that started happening. And then other other things, people would come to me and say, I think I'm getting sick. And I'd look at them and I'd go, no, you're not. And then they'd come back the next day and say, you were right. Usually when I feel like I'm going to get sick like that, I get sick. But you told me I wasn't. <laughs> interesting. That's so and, interesting. But I know. Now, everybody I, I hung around with, like all my friends and even the guy I, I lived with and eventually married in college, he was like a C student and he became a top flight A student cool. after moving in and living with me. So things uh, people people were just succeeding in all parts of their life by hanging around. That's amazing. So this is something that you really have inside of you. And this is something that I, I understand because I became aware of energy later on in life after, you know, being an engineer for so long and that I knew that I had to be and that that part of my life has to be there. Yes. But tell me, I'm, I'm finding very interesting how you got yourself into real estate investing. So while I was... So I moved from, uh, let's see, let me get the timeline straight. So I moved from Germany back to the United States, and I was a professor at UNLV in the physics department, and then I moved to Seattle and became a professor at University of Washington. And at that point, I had bought and sold about 10 houses already, and each time we fixed them up, right, we did a we did a lot of the elbow grease ourselves, and then the value of the house increased dramatically, and then we hit the market just right. And so basically all of the wealth that I accumulated was from buying and selling homes. So at some point I decided I really needed to retire from from academia. It's like something inside says, no, you can't do that anymore. And I, I moved to Texas where I was able to buy three houses cash because it was at the time of a lot of um, foreclosures. So I bought three different foreclosure properties and fixed them up and then sold them. And one of the skills, like there's something about knowing energy and things like I could tell when I walked into a home whether it would be a good one and whether I would buy it. And each time it turned out to be a good decision. And I also instantly knew what needed changing. Like, you know, that wall needs moving and that needs coming down and this floor needs ripping out and, you know, those kinds of things. And we did all that ourselves. <clears throat> and so then it came to the point where I needed to move to California because my parents were getting sick. So I moved, I moved here and the, the, the room that you see me in, this is in my childhood home. My my dad passed away earlier this year, but it, I could not have afforded it had I not done all that real estate investing. And what I learned to do is learned how to buy a property. I learned what you know what you could spend on it, and I learned how to judge the neighborhood and. Uh, I learned how to do plumbing and electrical and <laughs> drywall and all kinds of stuff. So I already am, grew up in a very handy family. Like we, we already, I did all sewing and, you know, woodworking. I did all of that already. And I ran a lab for 40 years. So I, I had no problem with that, but learning how to 
you know, figure out how to make a profit from something and how to make it desirable for somebody to walk in and say, yes, I want this place. Um, that was because none of the properties that I had ever stayed on the market very long. So then when I moved to California, it was also during a time of uh, of, of house housing depression. And I bought a house in a neighborhood that I knew would get pumped up. And mm -hmm. so I I bought it at a good price and we just sold it and we sold it in like three days sold it in three days and had enough to be able to put uh, into this home so I can afford to live in it. Cause you know, the home we just sold, it was half the size and it costs the same to live here now. And it's in the same city and in Los Angeles, like this whole neighborhood, the smallest house sells for 1.2 million, just so you know. Yeah. You are in a, a area that is very similar to here in Canada, the same thing, you know, like very at the cheapest houses, 800,000. And that is like a little tiny thing, right? Yeah. If you want to have a detached home, no less than 1.234, that's what you would get. So it, it's, it's becoming very expensive. And some areas of the United States, they are like that, like they are very high, but not all of them are. But let me just kind of go back to this because I think you have like a secret sauce here that not a lot of people have. First of all, you're very handy, which is so amazing for real estate investor. Uh, the same with me, like I, I grew up with in a garage. My dad is a mechanic, so I've always been very handy. And this is something that I like doing. Plus, I have uh, training in project management, which it also helps me kind of organize the project and all of that. Right. So I'm with my mechanical engineer and then I can figure out some of the stuff, even though repairing a house is different because I used to work in landing gear. But it is kind of like the same concept. You can figure it out. My logic mind is there. And, but the last thing that you said is that you knew how to make a change. And those things are more intuitive. There's nobody can tell you, because I've seen people that buy houses and, and fix them up and they look like, hmm, you know, okay, it's okay, it's nice, it's nicely done, but it just doesn't flow right. And I think that getting that energy and having that intuition to change the layout I think I have some of that, maybe not to the degree that you do, but when I come in and I say, I like open spaces, I like to have this and, you know, things that, uh, the combination of colors, so to make it look vibrant and inviting, right? And I think that some of that really it takes apart. Yeah, some of it's an artist's eye. Mm -hmm. So some of it's an artist's eye. What a lot of people don't realize is that I can do fine art, right? So I didn't know this until I was 50. <laughs> so I How went into find a, out? I, I took this class. I'm just going to pick up this, this image right here. I took this class and wow. uh, this image is the copy of the girl with a pearl earring. And I did this with crayon. This is That's crayon. Amazing. This is not paint. It's crayon. That's and beautiful. when I did wow. that, the teacher goes, have you done art before? I go, no, it's just light and dark and proportion yeah. and things like that. So 
having an artist's eye is really helpful. So it's good to to bring in an artist to help you with like colors, to not just depend on, oh, that's neutral. I can just paint it like that. Because yeah. an interesting color, uh, I'll give you an example. We had this house in Seattle and we basically sold it five years later for double the price. And that's because uh, we had this, what's called Arizona sandstone on the front wall. And it's different shades of like pinkish colors. And mm -hmm. then it has some green through it and a little bit of brown. And I took out, I took out something that had a little bit of beige with a pink in it. It's, it's not, it doesn't quite paint pink, but we painted this whole house. It was white and we painted this whole house that color. And the whole house popped. Wow. Right? It just popped just from having it painted those colors. And it had this really old-fashioned big fat siding on it. Like it was a an 8 or 10-inch siding and it was a thick plank. So it looked really amazing. And so that made a big difference. And I did the same thing with the inside. I made it so it kind of blended with the outside. So when you step in it, it looked really great. And uh, we kept some of the old elements because it was a, a mid a mid century modern. It had a mid century modern vibe inside, so I kept a lot of the old elements. But we redid the kitchen, and it had this expansive view. And we bought it for seven hundred and thirty and sold it for one point four. Nice, right? And nice. we that... put some money into it, but <laughs> still, it was still a huge profit. Like we each walked away with 200,000 profit out of that house. And after only five years. Wow. That's moved, amazing. Yeah. We moved in it in 2002 and sold it in 2007. Yeah. And that's when I went to, that's when I went to Texas. And so you can, and that's the same thing that happened here. I bought this house in, uh, in my city now for 620,000 and sold it for 970. Yeah. Right. So the, and that and that's all pure profit. Yeah. So the progress I usually and the reason that I put together this series to interview real estate investors is because they come from so much different backgrounds and the way that they initiated. So everybody can say that they can actually identify with you they may not have everything that you do as skills but if you do have something you are able to get into real estate investing and so far for everybody that i've interviewed in one way or another it has contributed to increase their wealth to increase the ability to do other things not just real estate but now that you you know you are a healer full-time then you're allowed that that money that came from real estate to help you sustain your lifestyle. And you're still living in a house that you flipped that you got from another property, which is a fantastic idea. So Anastasia, if you were going to tell someone that is looking to get into real estate investing, what would be the best advice from your point of view? Best advice is to find to find properties that are depressed in price compared to the area, right? Because it's the purchase price that determines what your profit is. And, 
And the next thing is to make sure that the foundation is sound because there are some places that there are a lot of things like once you start digging out, you can you can end up spending a lot of money fixing fixing it is to make sure that it's the foundation is sound and know your numbers, right? Know what things cost. Like I knew how much a, a, an air conditioning unit cost. I did my shopping. I know how much faucets cost and vanities cost and flooring and figure out how to source it. And also, uh, well, I ended up also putting a team together that we all worked really well together. Mm-hmm. So we were able to do the, the, the renovations relatively inexpensively. Yeah. You can't hire a full-blown team. There are people out there that are looking for work that are very skilled. And if you bring them in on the team and, you know, you pay them a fair wage for what it is they're doing um, and they will help you, you know, you've sourced the materials, they'll help you bring them in and, and install them. You can actually get something pretty well going. Like those houses in Texas, uh, I would spend at most 15 grand fixing them up from top to bottom uh-huh. because they all had good bones. You know, you go in with the good bones and uh, I know how to change the color. So it looked very appealing. Uh-huh. So I what to do for that. And, um, and that just changing a lamp can yeah. make a huge difference. I had one where they had stuck a lamp that had a, it had a, a vaulted ceiling, but it was slanted and they'd stuck a lamp kind of plugged in, you know, one of those ceiling lamps plugged into the side. And I put a hanging lamp with some interesting glass over this bar and it made the whole room just changing that one thing. So, so sourcing, sourcing materials, getting the team together, keeping, making sure you keep track of your numbers don't overspend because especially for a neighborhood, if you have a neighborhood that everything is selling for relatively inexpensively, you don't want to overdo. You don't want to be the best house on the block, yeah. but you, and you want to buy the worst one. Yeah, absolutely. You really condense a lot of the stuff that I go through in my, uh, I have a course actually, uh, platform that is an educational platform for people that want to learn and they go step by step with all of these and you just said it's such a like it's so easy to do and it is really when you get to know it but each one of the steps depending on your skills it would take a little bit longer or less time right so depending on where it is right Anastasia by you know the trade and the way she is she brings a lot of those skills and put them together. And that's what made it so successful at being a real estate investor. But she spent time as well to get to know the people that she was working with, um, to source the materials, to know how much things cost. And of course, keeping track of all your expenses, which is very important. So I really, really, uh, I'm amazed about what you said, but that part about having that intuition on what to change in the properties i think that just blew my mind i think that's amazing that well it has to do with energy flow so when you walk in you want things to flow nicely through the house so when you step in a lot of people sorry my oh it's my daughter 
<laughs> so what what happens is that you, when you walk in, you don't want to hit a wall first thing. Like when you step in the front door, there are a lot of places that have like a rock wall or something. So you step in and it's like it blocks the flow immediately. You want when you walk in for it to be open. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree with you. Like, even though I don't have that kind of major intuition, but I do know how it feels the room. And I think it's part of it. Like, do I like to be in this room or not? How do I feel when I'm there? Well, this is amazing. Well, thank you very much for being here with us and share your experience and your, the history of you becoming a real estate investor. So now you know that no matter what your background is, you can always become a real estate investor to find that particular thing that you really yes, want to do. Exactly. And one of the things that I help people do is overcome their their resistance to becoming wealthy. Yeah. So one of the things that actually Dr. Anastasia does is actually helps people remove those blockages. So if you want to find out more about that, it doesn't matter where you are or what kind of profession you have, she will be able to help you. So all the information will be down in the comments. And just remember to subscribe so we can continue to have this uh, type of people coming in to talk to us and give you some inspiration for you to become a, the best real estate investor that you can be as quickly as possible. So thank yeah, you. So and it much. doesn't and it doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah. Right? That it doesn't matter how old. Because a lot of people think, oh, you know, I'm 50 or I'm 60. I can't really start that now. Yeah. I and, started investing in real estate investing in my 40s. Like I didn't know. And honestly, I didn't even want to become a real estate investor. I didn't even know what that meant. Right? And then, <laughs> you know, through circumstances of my life. It just happened to be, and it has been the best blessing that I've ever had. So, and that's yeah, one of the things that I house at, Yeah. I bought my first house at 23. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> you started early, very early, right? Um, I think yes. I bought my first house until I was in my 30s, and it was just my principal residence. I never thought it would be an investment property. And I didn't buy investment properties until my 40s because my whole complete view of life and investments and everything changed. And if that has happened to you, like Dr. Anastasia said, doesn't matter what age, because the one, the beauty about real estate is that you can make it work in a relatively short period of time. So yes. That's why. So and and right now is kind of trying because the interest rates have climbed the housing prices are still elevated and now i'm looking around in my neighborhood and what used to sell in a day or two are now taking yep. a lot longer yeah the house across the street just sold right and it it's it's quite a bit smaller than this one but it has a little bit more view than we do and uh it it's sold for quite a lot yeah, no, absolutely. And remember, it doesn't matter, even if you are not watching this at this time, the market is cyclical. Today, the, the interest might be high. Whenever you see this video, maybe they're going to go down. Maybe the houses are go down, the prices go up. It's like anything, like the market keeps going up and down. But what you need to do is you need to have a, a follow 
a specific strategy and continue to do that because yeah, we're going to go through up and downs in the market no matter what you do um, right no and, and there's money to be made in both markets right oh yeah you absolutely know, in the now market there's still money to be made right you you can turn you can take what you buy and turn it into an investment property and rent it absolutely now the rental market is a really really hot yeah and, it's you really know, maybe, hot and and the rental prices are out of this world people are paying a lot to rent in a home yeah absolutely and if you can get in now that would be fantastic but if you know when the market change i actually know when the market changes there might be some opportunities to do some flips. So you got to have a little bit of a balance and adapt to the market. Just kind of ride the wave. Whatever comes in, comes in, and you will be making money in either market. Thank you so awesome. much, Dr. Anastasia. It was a pleasure to have you here with me today. Oh, so the pleasure was all mine. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.